podcast brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com wds to choose from over 85,000 titles for your ipod or mp3 player please hi i'm dan and i'm doug from hoobastank hi this is josie loren hi this is john bon jovi and i'm richie sambor hello I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is Molly Bryant. This is Alicia Witt. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Julie Mann. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hi, this is Chelsea Hobbs. Hey, this is Lindsay Lohan. Hi, this is Joy Nordenstrom of Joy of Romance, Inc. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island. Hi, I'm Holly Jonathan, creator of Make It or Break It, and you are listening to What Do They Say? Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man that I think of like a little girl, your host, <laughs> Robert Bob Duvet. I'm podcasting today from the basket I have all my eggs in. Here in Northern California, San Francisco to be exact. Yes. Wow, you put all your eggs into one basket? I got someone rolling in the 2012, Jace. Yeah? Why is that? Why do you, why do you explain? Um, I am going to have two, two resolutions going into the new year. One is I am going to ask for exactly what it is I want in every situation that I find myself in. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, no, no oblique messaging coming from Camp Chelly. This is going to be straight on, direct, point of sale, um, you know, um, asking for what I want. And the other resolution is uh, to replug myself in. I've basically thrown my hands up in the air these last few weeks of the, of the year and said, I'm over, done. I didn't quite pace myself. Yeah, well, we, you had mentioned that we weren't even going to do a show this week, that we were just going to call it all off and, and head off for the new year. But I, I twisted your arm and, because we have a couple of guests in the studio today, and you relented, yes. and here you are. Yes, here I am. Well, you want, should we talk about the guests we have? I mean, you have one down there. I have one up here. Very yeah, different let's, guests. Let's. Okay, sure. Well, I have, standing over by the green wall, I have the most charming little boy who's very precocious and very intelligent when it comes to matters of politics. I have Rachel Maddow. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, you're a real charming young man. God bless us all, said Rachel Maddow, last of all. <laughs> Who do you got, Jace, down there? Well, I know that this I is smell fish! near and dear to your heart. Uh, we have... I, I was able to wrangle for you, uh, Lindsay Lowen's Vag. Whoa! Yeah. That Vag has got to be busy. Well, it, it, it's, it's taken a break from being in Playboy. You won't see it in Playboy, so we've got it here. That's, oh, man, I cannot wait to hear what the Vag has to say. Could you imagine if we could maybe down the line, Riva! Maybe we can get Madge's Vag, and we can get Madonna's Vag to be on the show, too. And it'd be fun to say Madge's Vag. You know what I was remembering the other day, speaking of Vag's, is... <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there some, like, a Saturday Night Live where some rapper was the guest host and described someone as having a muff of bees? <laughs> there might have been. I don't know. I seem to remember us taking muff of bees and running with it for quite some time. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it was on Saturday Night Live that he he actually said it, and everyone went, "Did he just say muff of bees?" <laughs> uh, I don't care how good that vag is. I wouldn't want to tangle with a muff of bees. What do you think about the Lindsay Lohan Playboy pictorial? By the way, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, 
and exactly as underwhelming and, and it did not in my opinion even though they claim that these these uh, this issue of Playboy is flying off the shelves and they're having to do reorders and everything else I don't see what the fuss is I think I feel as if I've seen her do that exact same pictorial three or four times now yeah I feel like uh, that the original Marilyn Monroe shoot that she is aping uh-huh isn't sexy the only thing that's sexy about the only thing that's interesting about the original Marilyn Monroe photo shoot in Playboy is that it's Marilyn Monroe and you don't get to see Marilyn Monroe naked anywhere else except in that last mm. photo shoot that she has where you can see through the shirt she's wearing but if it were any other woman there would be nothing sexy about that photo shoot in my opinion that's why I said Swank should have uh, really pushed harder to get that pictorial. They, they're a lot more edgier. I think Lindsay would have wanted an edgier pictorial. What about you, listeners? Do you think that <laughs> Lindsay could have done better in Swank? Uh, we have listeners. Or do you have any questions for the Vag? I don't even remember who our other guest is because of our... Oh, that's uh, right, Rachel, Rachel Maddow. That kind little boy, Rachel Maddow. Right. Uh, send us an email. Last email of the year, actually. What do they said at gmail.com because your emails need so much. Find us on Facebook. Facebook numbers climbing, Rob. Are they? Do we yeah, get you more? Search for, I just say that every week. Shh, quiet. Oh. Shh. <laughs> search for what do they said uh, in your search engine there on Facebook. You know what I was also thinking, Rob? Part I think another What's way that? that we can get Facebook fans to join us. And What's that? How it? I think bribe that, them? Well, yeah, we could bribe them. But I think also if we talk about things on the show, we could say, oh, you can check that out on our Facebook page. Because listeners to the show, there's there's really no reason to go to our Facebook page other than it says, listen to our show. True, true. So Good I think point. maybe... So it could be like supplemental? Yeah, like you and I can talk about something. Oh, Lindsay Lohan, Playboy Shoot. Hey, you know, if you want to see those pictures, check out our Facebook page. That kind of thing. I like it. For the new year, we promise to add uh, additional material to our Facebook page so that it could be more interactive. Yeah, I think we can drive people to, to, to make it a destination as a supplement to our uh, our podcast every week. I like it. All right. I'm all, I'm all for making changes to the show. We'll maybe we'll discuss this a little bit later. Okay. Directions we can go in, things for the new year people can expect. Uh, we will keep the same phone number, though, which is? Oh, definitely. Because we don't. this number is too good to give away. 415-937-0445. That number is 415-937-0445. Use it or lose it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, we're also uh, found on Mevio. We'd like to listen to ourselves oh, on yeah. Mevio. So uh, Mevio.com slash what do they said. And on the Rogue 2 podcast site. Find us on iTunes. We're all over the damn place. Maybe you can do a little Google search for what Duvet said and see what you come up with. We come up, up everywhere. We come up everywhere with the strangest bedfellows. You know the thing about the Mevio that I like to do, Jace? I like to late at night put on a terry cloth robe, mm -hmm. put on the uh, what Duvet said and slash Mevio.com page, get that up and running. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dim the lights down low. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get a little cup of sleepy time tea. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. and just have at the podcast. Giggle my little tushy off. Hey, let me ask you this. Speaking of going to bed, drinking sleepy time tea, do you ever get up in the morning yes. and you go to take a piss, and for yes. some reason, like every morning, one part of your stream is a vicious fast stream, but another part is sort of a dribbly shit dripping all over the front of the toilet. Yeah, man, that's when I start to fucking wonder what Pokenex is supposed to do. I fucking hate that. I'm just having the worst yeah. week, <laughs> by the way. It's like it's it's like it's like your 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 stream has like some sort of split personality. Yeah, and I think is there a hair there? What you know is it not, is is it just like does it have dry mouth? Why isn't it opening? <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. I it could have something to do with morning wood. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Or it could have something to do with the fact that we are as old as Redwoods. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> yeah, it could be Morningwood. Man, I woke up so horny this morning. Can I say this? Let's just let's Ooh. just throw everything out here at the end of the show. Yeah, let's get it all out, <laughs> listeners. This is, we're coming clean at the end of the year. Unbelievable. I've been so horny all morning. I don't know what it is. I was making some stew in my crock pot, and I was like, damn, I'm horny. <laughs> what a stew! 
Look at the legs of that stew. Jeez. Yeah, so that's been Maybe that's it's been my thing. Because the badge has been in your uh, at, at Duvet South. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. You know, it's just really? I'm having how are you going to remedy that? I, I don't know. Listeners, what Duvet said at gmail. <laughs> list, you know, listener, let's see. Listener Trish. <laughs> you know what I like to do is put on a little sleepy time tea. <laughs> Get yeah. on my terry cloth bodysuit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How about it? Maybe we need to have. Um... Wow, I'm totally blanking on her name. Madeline Dillard. Yeah. No, not Madeline Dillard. Our guest, our, our relationship expert guest. Uh, oh, Joy. Oh, yeah, yes. Maybe Joy can address both the uh, bipolar nature of the stream as well as the uh, the uh, intense uh, state of your libido these this, these mornings. Okay. Yeah, let's get Joy on. Joyofromance.com. Sorry. Sorry for blanking on your name, but uh, oh, well. Hey, it's that kind of year. I've given up everything. I've given up. I'm amazed that I recognize you because I'm just trying. I'm choosing not to recognize anything. In my life, I just want to like clear it all, be a blank slate going into 2012. So then this is a silly question to ask you. Do you tip your mailman? No, no. You know what? I'll tell you why I don't tip my mailman. For one thing is we've never tipped our mailman. For another thing is I'm unemployed. A third reason would be that he stuffs the mail into our little mailbox and so that, God forbid, you do have something that you know you wouldn't want crinkled, like a picture, especially this time of year when you're getting pictures from people for the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's always all mashed up, man. I don't like that. Treat the mail with respect. No wonder they're going to cut post offices. Nobody expects the mail anymore. I haven't been getting many Christmas cards this year. I almost didn't spend spend. I almost didn't send any Christmas cards at all this year, and I kind of wish I didn't because I only got Christmas cards from my god parents like who gets christmas cards from their godparents do you even know who your godparents are i do but uh i don't see them or talk to them yeah so what would my choice their choice not mine okay um (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) i got so i got that you know i i i I don't know i I, i've had a you send me did i get am i expecting a card from you no i didn't send you a card well because you know what i you one either it's not like i have a, like people with kids or in a family get the easy route, right? You just get an envelope. It's a picture that they ordered from one of these online websites. It says Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's their picture. And that's all there is to it, right? Yeah. Or exactly. so I have to like get a card and I, and write in the card. <laughs> so no, nah, you didn't get one because all it is is a card. Well, you could You could go. You could get yourself one of those pictures that says merry christmas just you and tammy and you know and the but, kid uh, you know you could you could do that you could do that i guess i don't want to do anything <laughs> ever again neither do i man turn to the dark side do nothing these these last few days are yours to do nothing with uh okay good i want to do that i want to sit and play atari there you go that's the spirit i think honestly by the end of the year i don't know how you feel but I feel like by the end of the year, I've kind of been pacing myself. I've, you know, lots of, you know, flurries of activity and neither the shoulder to the grindstone. Is it the knee or the shoulder to the grindstone? One of those. And by the end of the year, I'm looking forward to like just dinners and friends and relatives. And the last thing I really want to do is anything that resembles shit I've been doing all year long. Yeah, I agree to you. I agree with you on that. It's funny, the other night... At one point, you agreed to me. Yeah, I agree to you. Well, you know, you've got your shoulder to the grindstone, or your knee. Yes, or my knee, or both. Yeah, yeah. Certainly not your nose. I No. Uh, the <laughs> past um, weekend, you know, I, as I mentioned, I, all I've been doing is seeing movies. And this past weekend, I had a screener for uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo on Sunday. Ooh. I don't like girls with tattoos. No, that would preclude me from seeing the movie. I don't like girls with tattoos either. And I certainly don't like girls with spots anywhere on them, as we've established. In ah, yes. We've, that is well-established fact here. WDS. <laughs> Stay, keep your spots away from me. Um, 
now I'm distracted because I'm thinking about girls with spots. Oh, I don't like to do anything on Sundays, right? Like I, I just want to sit around and do nothing. But oh, I was talking about Saturday anyway, or what I should be talking about is on Saturday mm -hmm. is I had to go out to rehearsal. I'm directing another one of these car plays. Which, okay. by the way, uh, got talked about on the local uh, NPR station. The, one of the critics from the L.A. Weekly and L.A. Stage Alliance were talking about the best theater of the year, past year, and they mentioned the car plays, which I directed and wrote and acted Very in nice. as best theater. Kudos. Thank you. So we're doing it again next year, uh, one mounting in Orange County, which I'm not involved with, and then another mounting in La Jolla, which is down in the San Diego area. We'll be doing that. So... I had to meet with the writer and the actors on Saturday, and then I got an audition out in Santa Monica, which is dreadful to go out to Santa Monica. I had an audition in Santa Monica two Thursdays ago after our show, or maybe we didn't do the show. Well, it was last week. We didn't do we the didn't. show. Yeah. No. Well, I drove out. I had to pick my kid up from school. She got out of school at 3. Uh, I picked her up at 3.15, dropped her off, and I thought, oh, I'll just drive out to... Um, Santa Monica for my audition. I got out there around 4.30. Uh, I was done with my audition. It was supposed to be at 5.10. I got into my car at 4.47. I got home at 7.40. Wow. Just wow. sitting in traffic. Just like sitting and not doing anything. I, 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 it took me 37 minutes eastbound on Wilshire to go from a street called Bundy to a street called Brockton. So I recommend anybody get on your little Google Maps now. Go on, we'll wait. Maybe we'll post it on our Facebook page. See how long it takes you. <laughs> Map it out to get from Bundy to Brockton. Tell you what, you don't have to. I did it. It should take you 52 seconds to go from really? Bundy to Brockton. It took, you, it took you 47 minutes? 37. 37 minutes to go wow. that far. Damn, dude. I don't know how you guys do it. We were talking about this uh, outside of the this, this show, and I just would imagine that you know i'm sure there's some immunity built up to the amount of driving that you do but i could imagine that there are just some days when you're just you just want to throw your hands up in the air just walk out of the car and just keep walking yeah i feel like michael douglas and falling down i spent so much time waiting to go somewhere like i'm not mm -hmm. actually in transit I, I sit and wait at a stop sign or wait behind cars or wait at a uh, the traffic light. I just wait and wait and wait to go. So I, I had to go back out to Santa Monica on Saturday, two days after this horrible experience driving back. And I was just like, ugh, what, I, what am I, what am I going to do? I had a screening for a movie called Hugo that afternoon. And I was like, huh. ugh, do I want to go see Hugo or do I just want to stay home? But like, all I do is see movies or stay home. And if I'm home, I'm just going to watch a movie. So, mm. I mean, I've just been doing the same things over and over and over again. Anything different. Anything different. Maybe that's why I'm so horny. Anything different. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here's what I, I, we're, we established that we move in different kind of interest realms. Like yours is the film. Mine is the music. And I've really, I really, I had a high, I, I, I will make 85 shows this year, which is Impressive. My hope was to get to 100, but over the last couple of months, I've really just petered out. I quite, quite honestly, I'm not as excited. You know, the year-end um, list came out for best uh, mu uh, sorry, music, and I just was thinking about it all, and I was going to do one myself, and I just said, you know what? I just don't want to do it. I don't want to rank anything. I don't want to contribute to this conversation. I like the music that I listen to, and I listen to, and I played it. I've already done it. Like it would be like rehashing shit that I've already done throughout the year. You don't I want to put everything. The, you don't want to put the Bob Duvet stamp on Adele Twenty One. I don't. You know, I don't. I, I've already played all of these records that are in everybody's best of list. I was playing either before they came out or right when they came out. So I've established my credentials. So if anybody's listened to the What Do They Said About Music show, you already got my best of list. It's what I played throughout the course of the year. Well, and there it is. Best of lists aren't really... I mean, what they really are are copy filler so that the people writing for newspapers and magazines can go on vacation and still have something to publish. 
Yeah, I think you're right about that because it's just obligatory. And it just, they always seem kind of blustery and I, I don't know, you know, it's I, I'm just not feeling this. But what I have been doing since I got this credit and I'm going to give a plug. Can I give a plug to a not a sponsor? You can do whatever you want. It's your show, oh, Rob. Oh, <laughs> I forget that sometimes. I don't remember that going into 2012. The plug is for 101 Music, which has been in North Beach, for years and years and years. And I turned in some stuff earlier in the year, like, you know, music equipment and whatnot. And he gave me credit for albums. He has a huge oh, yes. basement. I, I remember you talking about this on the show. So now I want to use it up by the end of the year. So I've been more active in going there and thumbing, flipping through the, uh, the bins and finding stuff. And I have found some great, great music that if I was to do a best of list, it would be none of the stuff that came out this year. It would be all the records that I bought recently. Do you know who Dave Mason is? Dave Mason. Um, isn't he... <laughs> he's not in Pink Floyd. No. That's uh, Nick Mason, I think. Uh, yeah, and Dave Gilmore. Yes. Now, Dave Mason, you would know who he is in that he was... You know that song, Feel Alright? Not too yeah. good myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I know that song. Okay, so that's a Traffic song. He was in Traffic. He was a guitar player and a songwriter in Traffic with okay. Steve Winwood. Okay. He um he also was one of those guys that was you know on tour with Bonnie the Bonnie and Delaney or Delaney and Bonnie. Uh, wasn't she on One Day at a Time? No, <laughs> that's uh, yes, no, but no. Uh, there are some 70s band that always seemed to, everybody was touring with them. He was also slated to be the rhythm guitar player before Dwayne Allman took the job for Derek and the Dominoes. Oh, sure. That's uh, NRBQ's band? No, I know who Derek and the Dominoes are. And also he's on that, uh, the George, he's all over the George Harrison uh, All Things Must Pass record. Oh, okay. Not an album I'm all that fond of, but go ahead. Oh, really? I like that album. And he is the acoustic guitar player. He actually turned Jimi Hendrix onto the song All Along the Watchtower. He's the first person to play it for Hendrix. And that great acoustic guitar you hear at the beginning of that, that's Dave Mason. Okay. So what have you discovered by Dave Mason that is the greatest I, thing you've heard in 2011? I got an album from 1976 called Dave Mason Certified Live, and it's a double album, which was very popular in 76. I think Frampton came out with his... Everybody had a double live album. And his is really, really good. And so I was listening to that, and I loved it. I also got an album by Uriah Heep called Demons and Wizards, which is as silly as the uh, title would suggest, but the music is very good. Um, I've just been buying all these great vinyl records, uh, Humble Pie, Live at the Fillmore. So those, are gonna, those would be my picks, would well, be from you know, 40 years ago. You know, not uh, again, not a sponsor, but Entertainment Weekly. It's the magazine that I subscribe uh -huh. to. Uh, Stephen King, you know Stephen King. I do. He used to write a column for... Uh, Cross-Eyed Genius, Stephen King. Yes, and in a band himself, by the way, with Dave oh, really? Barry and uh, someone else. Yeah, there's a band of authors, and he plays in it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they only play out in Maine, though, or something like that. You really have to work to go see them perform. Uh -huh. Anyway, he used to... And I think he still does. He does a year-end best-of list himself. Mm -hmm. But his caveat is, this isn't the best of stuff from this year. It's just the best of stuff that I discovered this year. And that's what he does every year. And he says, hey, read this book. Check this out. You know, I know this came out two years ago, but I just found it. And it's the best thing I, I came up with this year. So I like that approach, actually. I think that's, uh, that's a, a good way to do it. I think uh, it's things that are new to you. And uh, you want to share them with people. Yeah, I just heard a song the other day uh, because my former band, ready for this? Yeah. The Heavy Woolies, right? My former yes. band, The Heavy Woolies? Yes. Are on uh, Pandora now. You can actually oh, nice. hear The Heavy Woolies on Pandora, not a sponsor. How did that happen? Well, I, you just sign up for it. I, I, I filled out the form, and then you have to send them a copy, a physical copy of your CD that has a UPC code on it, and it has to be available uh -huh. for purchase somewhere. So anybody who's looking for some great holiday music, you can find the Heavy Woolies still on uh, iTunes, or you can download the music from Amazon, or just plug it into Pandora. So I plugged in the Heavy That's Woolies cool. in Pandora, and I got to hear you know songs by bands similar to the Heavy Woolies. Yeah, well, I'm curious about who they might be. Well, I heard a song the other day. It was great. 
uh, it was really good. Um, and I could tell you who it is, but I don't remember <laughs> off the nice. top of my head. That's good radio. Yeah. No, I, I could look it up. Uh, hold on a sec. Because this is good. You know, radio. while you're looking it up, yeah. I would be uh, looking up a book to get on audible.com. Oh, okay. Why don't you bring us <laughs> talk about audible.com then? You know, audible.com is a wonderful sponsor of this show. They've been with us all year long. And we are tied in with them in that if you search audible.com, you can get a 14-day trial. Am I right about that, Jason? A 14-day trial? You're absolutely Simply correct. by putting in WDS slash backslash at the end of the audible.com address. Uh, no, ad- audible trial. Audibletrial.com. Ah, trial.com. Uh, that might explain why I haven't got my free book. Anyway, they're giving you a free book just for trying us out. Yeah, audibletrial.com slash WDS, 14-day free trial. You get a free book, and then if you choose to continue, you can get a free book every month, and then you can buy Audible books. Okay, great, thanks. Uh, a band called <laughs> Tina and the Total Babes. I have no idea. Are they Total Babes? Uh, no, but the song is called Tongue Tied. Uh, good good tune. I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, Tina and the might, Total Babes. I pair nicely with uh, Lindsay Lohan's Vag. Yeah, there you go. I also uh, heard a band called I Hate Kate doing a cover of Major Tom, which I enjoyed. And a uh, friend of the show, Alicia Witt, currently right now, has her version of Santa Baby available for purchase and download uh, up there ah, on the iTunes. I saw that. Yeah. The, that actually is on the WDS uh, Facebook site. Yes, there. yes. So you can actually go there to the Facebook site. So to there find you out. go. Those are all some stocking stuffers, folks. That reminds me, speaking of friends of the show, did you watch the big 49er Monday night football debacle this week? I did, man. Ah. God, it is embarrassing. You know, I was trying to think of how embarrassing, because they kept saying it was embarrassing, and uh, it is a little bit embarrassing, right? It just shows that Candlestick is a very old stadium, and, and nothing gets done here in San Francisco anyway. So, But yeah, that was a great game, though, huh? Yeah, that was a great game. I mean, for it being a blowout game, it was still a great game, because the Steelers were playing good ball. Well, the, the reality was... Up until about what the third, midway through the third quarter, it was a six nothing game. So all the Steelers had to do was score a touchdown, and they would have been winning that game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they looked real close a couple of times there. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they, the defense is what kept us in that game, and the defense is what ultimately is going to be responsible for us going in for, further into the playoffs. And I think that was a big, big win, big win against a good team. Yeah. And by the way, I the. the Oh, first of all, before I forget what I even brought this up for, friend of the show, Molly yes. Bryant, uh, her commercial aired um, a couple of times during the uh, game there. I don't oh, know if you saw it. what is she uh, hawking? Uh, it's a car. I don't remember what the car is, but the, the gist of the spot is a bunch of people trying things and their batteries keep failing. Like, uh, did you see this commercial a couple of times? Like the battery stops working I, on this thing. The battery st- She's taking a picture with her camera and the battery stops uh-huh. working. And then there's people I like... I feel like I did. Yeah, it was on Twitter, but yeah. didn't know. Yeah, uh, she's in that. So congratulations to Molly. And then, of course, friend of the show, Julie Mann, had her big commercial uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday, the Black Friday, Black Friday for Kohl's. Nothing can stop Black Friday. It was on about a million times. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, good, it, good on you. Yeah, little little end of year uh, plugs for everybody there. Um, I have never known how the NFL playoff season works, mm. and I I watched the game and they had all these all the rankings and the little Y next to our name and the Niners name ah, and yes. the X and the then the wild cards and I was like, what the hell? I I, I just don't understand. So I actually learned how the playoff systems works during that game because I, I, I've never known. There you go. Well, there you go. We are trying very hard to get, what, home field advantage and a bye in the first round. Yeah, well, I think we have a, we have a bye in the wild card round, yeah? Yes. Yes, we do, and we want home field advantage. Okay, there you go. See, I, I know that now. What do they say to gmail.com for all your congratulatory emails? Because <laughs> emails <laughs> mean so much. You've come a long way, baby. So, uh, God, it's so funny that doing this, I feel kind of like in, I'm submerged in water. I'm like, I'm weightless in, in this uh, particular thing because we really don't have a lot of our usual bells and whistles um, for this show. Well, so it, what would you 
Is there any news? No, not really no news. The only news that is in the news is about the government and the warring factions and Syria and a bit of Kim Jong-il. And Howard Stern becoming a host, uh, a judge on America's Got Talent. I don't watch this show. I don't watch it either. But that's the news. news to me. You know, I, I tend to think it's not even going to be a big, big deal. Oh, there I, I don't goes my that... mailman. Oh, well, sorry. No tip, tip for you. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I don't know. How would Stern think? Do you think it's going to be a big, like, uh, huge moment in television, him being a judge on some show that, I, as far as I know, nobody watches? Uh, actually, lots of people watch that show, but no, I think there's going right. to be a lot more press and hemming and hawing about it. And I'll tune in to see what he does. It'll be interesting to see if he actually is a good judge or if he turns it into the needy Howard Stern that he always is. Mm, I think it's going to be probably that. I, I don't know. I hear they're looking for another judge, too. They oh, want yeah? to have a fourth a fourth judge, somebody that's younger and uh, will stand in there and be a foil to Sharon Osbourne and, you know, whatever. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. I don't All watch right. those shows. In fact, speaking of our shows – Right. Uh, going into the new year with this podcast, I would almost advocate for us not talking about some of the shows that we talk about. Okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm. If I'm not interested in it, I can't imagine it. Me making it interesting for our listeners out there, and 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 some of our listeners don't watch the shows, and so that's when they they tune out anyway. So I, I think we're just gonna have to find creative ways for you and I to take up more time talking about our lives. Okay. Kind of like we've been doing this show. This is—is is this the new direction exactly. of the What Do Basics? Yeah, this is this is more free form. We'll have it more work. The kinks will be worked out, but yeah, because you know, honestly, the 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 Survivor finale. As soon as I the hand, Jace, you were right all along. Yeah, the, yeah. the editors, the editors or whatever they are, the producers were trying to make it look like Ozzy was going to somehow find his way into the finals and and. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. And then I, something told me when they were trying to make it look like Sophie was getting, you know, all, nothing but flack for how she played the game. I knew she was going to win. And she won. Yep. And I didn't care that she won on top of all that. Yeah. Again, she didn't win. The coach and Albert lost. lost. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I thought coach should win. I didn't think coach should win. And I was actually happy that Sophie won because Sophie owned up being who she was you know yeah. she, she played the game through the very end coach didn't play the game coach played the game up to the final three but he he mm -hmm. had no game for final tribal council and that's where he lost and sophie had game all the way through the end of tribal council she she threw coach under the bus for the immunity necklace she owned up mm -hmm. that she was a liar and that she was deceptive and she 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 owned it up and albert had nothing to say because he couldn't admit to his lying and game playing and coach like you know he 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 couldn't stand on his bullshit he slipped right into his bullshit up to his knees and then up to his nuts and then up to his yeah tits and then up to his yeah there it goes and you know the other thing chin. too i thought edna's little comment was nice uh about like you know what's wrong with you people why do you demand something from this game that this game has never been about? Yeah, I like that too. So, kudos for I did. I thought that was great. I'm glad she said that. It was like, oh, there you go. That's a voice that, you know, needed to be heard in this thing, in this, you know, muck and mire of self-righteousness. You know, it was nice to see see that. But, you know, I I feel like, you know, I stopped watching The Amazing Race uh, for yeah. four or five episodes in, and I didn't miss it. And I feel like I could have stopped watching Survivor and been okay and not missed it. You know, my, mm -hmm. my going into Survivor this year is, was I'll watch the first episode, and if it's good, I'll keep watching. And much like Coach not having a game plan, that was as far as I went. The first episode was good, and I went, I'll keep watching. But what happened was mm -hmm. that I, I got lulled into thinking that it was going to be good again, and it never was. Ah, like 2011. <laughs> I got lulled into thinking it was going to be good again, and it just never was, Jace. Uh, well, okay. That's why I'm shedding all my emotional baggage, and I'm going into 2012 metaphorically naked. Okay. You're like the baby New Year. 
Oh, I used to really remember when I used to revel in being baby New Year when I really cared about the New Year. Yeah, I do remember that. God, what happened to that guy? It's probably for the better. I don't know what I'm doing for New Year's this year. For the neither last... do I, man. I have no plans. Do you have any idea what you're doing? No, and for the, I, I feel like for the past four or five years, I've had no plans on New Year's. Um, last year I stayed at home. Last year I was on the phone with uh this person I work for is web designer going back and forth and sitting in front of the computer trying to get the website up and ready for launch on January 1st. That's what I did last year. And the year before that, I watched, uh, I think I tried to watch a Lord of the Rings movie and fell asleep. Yeah, those are very anticlimactic. Uh, I, I, I do want to mark the new year in some way. Um, but I also don't want to be taken advantage of by going out to some restaurant or some place that's going to just jack up the prices. I don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of like just drunken jackasses and nobody's around. Nobody that I consider close that I would really enjoy spending the new year besides my wife, you know, and, uh, our nucleus is going to be around. I think maybe Mr. Barasco might be up in town and, but he has, no idea about what to do and uh, ultimately we have a lot of friends that live in oakland so i think it's going to be a divide between you're going to be in san francisco you're going to be in oakland the thing that i like best about new year's or what i was doing for a long time on new year's was parties He's trying to get laid well yes trying to get laid boy that's what it was not it wasn't two years ago i i forget what it was i had just broken up with this girl i had been dating and I got invited to a party, um, invited to a party. And I thought, well, screw it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go see Avatar. I went and saw Avatar by myself on New Year's Eve. And then mm -hmm. when it got out at like 10, I was walking home and I texted this girl who had told me about the party. And I said, well, is this party still going on? She's like, yeah, come, come to the party. I went, okay, I'll, I'll go to the party. I went out to the party and I think there was 10 people there, tops. Oh really? Yeah, not enough people to for it to be uncomfortably small like walk in and there, you just sit there with people that you don't really know, but um uh or but not enough people to get lost in either, you know? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And it was this girl's birthday there, uh and she was dressed for the like so slutty and she had a a button on her that said kiss me it's my birthday. So I, I said, well, I have to kiss you. It's your birthday. So I kissed her. And then from like that moment on, she was like heavily hitting on me for the whole evening. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, but I had gone to meet this other girl at the party, which so I felt a little weird about both of that. Plus, I had just broken up mm. with this other girl like a week earlier. So I was still in the kind of like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I have some sort of moral obligation to the person that I broke up with that I shouldn't be fooling around with someone else a week later. I don't know what that is uh -huh. about me. Uh, Lose don't, don't bring that sort of baggage into 2012. Thank you. I won't. But I remember the girl, the, the girl who was flirting with me, uh, like left and changed into this extremely tiny bathing suit and went and got in the hot tub. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go home. And I went over and I sat with her next to the hot tub because I didn't want to get into the hot tub. I didn't want to borrow somebody's swimsuit and get into the hot tub. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. I said, I'm going to go. And she leaned up and she gave me this incredibly, like, fuck me kiss, right? Ooh. And I said, okay, bye. <laughs> and I, wow. I left. And I, you know, Amazing restraint. Well, you know what? That was right. That's what I wanted for that that new year's that was a good new year's oh. for me it was someone wanted me and i could have i could have gone the distance but i i think if i had it would have been a much worse story a much worse memory now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um as much as it sounds like it could have gotten so much better and now that i'm thinking about it in my horny state today <laughs> yeah right thinking... this is not the time maybe to review that <laughs> But no, you know, I ended up going out with her later on and like in the in the in the light of day having coffee. I was like, oh, yeah, now, now I know why I didn't get together with you. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, you probably saved yourself. It was a it was a double edged sword to swallow. Right. A double edged sword to swallow with my shoulder to the grindstone. 
Um, <laughs> Don't forget your knee. But uh, uh, like the the, I, the the parties where people just get together and like play games and don't really pay attention to New Year's. It's not about having a New Year's celebration. It's like just getting together with people who don't really celebrate New Year's and hanging out. And then at around a minute to midnight, you turn on the TV, you watch the countdown, everybody hugs and kisses each other, and then you get back to what you were doing beforehand. Those are the kind of New Year's that I enjoy most. Ah, those are good ones. I, I just remember the New Year's of my youth when you know it would be a bunch of us in a house and then we would go – out to some place where like, you know, there was a big celebration like Union Square here in San Francisco. Or I remember a couple of New Year's spent in LA with, you know, you and, you know, a whole group of our friends down there. And it was at some party and it was always, it was just nice and festive and like electric. There was something in the air. Um, you know, now I, and I don't mind a nice, you know, gathering of an intimate gathering of friends and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm just looking for something more and significant to, you know, ring in the new year. Last year, we had a, a lovely dinner at a restaurant, just my wife and I, and it was, it was great. We had a good meal. But, you know, when the, the New Year's parts came celebrating, I was celebrating with Hallie, and it was nice. We looked across the way and we kissed and made noisemakers. We didn't know anybody else in the restaurant, and it never turned into a communal sort of like, yay, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of was like, eh, I don't know. Maybe the older you get, the less uh, special these occasions become. The old hat. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've had that kind of event, uh, the the event of our youth since my youth, for one thing. Uh-huh. And there was a lingering trying to redo that for a little while that uh-huh. sort of overstayed its welcome. And then it became the not doing anything for New Year's kind of people thing. I just think it's mm-hmm. – I don't understand why it's so hard to get – a group of friends together again. Like I was watching um, a Christmas Carol last night, of all things. Ooh, yes. While I was uh, wrapping presents, um, and there's a scene in a Christmas Carol. I'm sure you you know it, where the ghost of Christmas past brings Ebenezer to Fezziwig's, and he watches the office Christmas party. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a group of people all sort of having fun and being friends together. And it made me go, yeah, you know what? There, there was a Christmas. There was, there was a past that I can remember where I could get a group of my friends together, and we'd all be together, and it would be fun. And I can't remember the last time, like, all of us got together and did something together, and why that's so hard to do. It's, it's always somebody who can't make it or can't do it, or there's always something in the way. I remember, you drove up one time from L.A. Like night of New Year's Eve, yeah, and made it to the party, and that was great. That was a real treat. Yeah, I did that twice. I drove up one year for um, uh, a sort of crab, um, yes, New Year's thing, uh-huh. and, and then I drove up another time when uh, listener Alan had a, a fet. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That wouldn't bother me that New Year's. I'll tell you why. It had nothing to do with listener Al. You there? Uh, yeah, I remember. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> I remember why it bothered okay. you, but I'd like you to hear the story. <laughs> it was one of those New Year's where we were like, a, there was kind of two different camps. There was people that we were very close with that we all knew each other really well, and then there was like a bridge of a few people that knew the other camp that were people that we didn't know as well. Yeah. And that camp of people was very blasé about the whole idea of New Year's, like in general. You know, like nobody was – everybody was acting as if it was just another night out of the year. Right. And it was infuriating me because like I'm like – I was trying to generate some sort of like buzz in the run-up to the New Year, you know, so that we can maybe celebrate instead of having like this group of people over in one room and this group of people over in the other room. And I was just – so frustrated and I remember the countdown was going on and nobody people kept turning off the TV yeah you know like oh we still watch TV I'm like I'm not watching fucking TV I'm watching for the the time when everybody celebrates the new year which is why I thought we were all there right and I was really and then I made this special mix yeah see that's what I thought you were going to yeah right and I you know it was this mix that I invested a lot of time in and it was really in this one dude just took it upon himself to be like, I want to hear the Pixies. And I'm like, the Pixies? 
the hell is Adam Niff to do with New Year's? Nothing. Some alternative rock band so you can look like you're cool listening to some outdated alternative rock band. Ah! God, I was infuriated. Yeah, I remember uh, sitting in um, uh, Listener Allen's room, and uh, YouTube had just sort of started entering the the Ah, zeitgeist there. And uh, Mr. Barrasco was playing Husker Du concert videos um, over and over and over again. Nothing says New Year's to me like watching Husker Du videos and... ah. It was terrible. We had all this bar and the place was made up nice and there was food and it was just like, oh, and I hated that group of people that was there. I really did. <laughs> to this day, I don't like the, those people. I don't remember the other group of listeners. people. I remember hanging out with Mr. Barrasco and looking at his Gurdu videos that the Star mm-hmm. Wars uh, Star Wars saga was playing on TV, um, that you were upset about the mix, that... Uh, Sluggo from Sluggo, Sluggo, and Sluggo, our lawyer friend, yes. was uh, sleazily hitting on a girl there, like horribly overdone hitting on a girl there. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, See, that's what New Year's should be about, though. He was the only guy playing ball that year. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it was fun. I uh, Believe me, I enjoyed seeing him doing it. Oh, and I also remember yeah. sleeping... Uh, uh, like up against a heater there with one blanket covering me. Uh, in, oh, you uh, must have been freezing. Yeah, it wasn't so bad, except that I woke up a little too early. But um, yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, would you make that drive again? I'd make that drive again for a party where there would be like a, 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 enough of our friends all there together to make it worthwhile. Cause like, and it, the party it, would have to specifically address the issue of New Year's. Well, yeah, the, the, New Year's would have to be the cause celebre. Yes, um, but it would also have to be. Uh, there would have to be at least five to ten people that I could see. Like, you know, going to Hallie's birthday party was good because it had the people that I I get to see, people that I like to see that I don't get to see very often. And a couple people that Strangers. I never, you know, that I've never met before that I get to chat with, yeah. you know, if yeah, I drove all you the way up X to, factors. you know, if I drove all the way up to, uh, to the city for a party and it was just like yeah. you and Hallie out at dinner with a bunch of people I didn't know, then even if we were celebrating New Year's, I think it was kind of a bust. Well, unless those people that we happen to be out with dinner with were like, you know, some single hot chicks or somebody, some, people interesting you know what I mean? Like in the interest of my new mantra of asking for what I want, in that situation, I'd be like, yeah, I'll come up. But you got to like have a few freaking people there that are, you know, single or something I can like, you know, chat with and work my magic on. Right. It's just going to be a bunch of people, you know, that know each other and it's going to be very refined and it's going to be no acknowledgement of, of the actual holiday and just another Saturday night or whatever. And, you know, count me out. Well, let me ask you this, and I, I, you already know the answer to this, uh, this question. Well, I like these games. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbor had a holiday party, mm. and I was walking the dog. She's She and her husband are nice enough blokes. They have a dog. I see them out and about. She's always very friendly to me. He never acknowledges that he knows me. I saw him today walking the dog. And I was like, hey, mm. how are you? <laughs> I looked at his dog. Hey, Jersey, how are you? Come on, Jersey. Okay, Mr. Personality. (laughs) Uh, But I was out walking the dog, and she jogged across the street and handed me an invite. Said, "Oh, we're having a holiday party. There'll be some of the neighbors here. Come on over." Okay, great. So the question you already know the answer to: Did I go to the party? No, no, I didn't. (laughs) But (laughs) would you have gone to that party? I think I might have. I'm into. I like doing new things. Like in, in meeting new people. Okay, but here's where where my caveat came in and why I didn't go to the party. The party I described earlier, where I went and the girl in the teeny tiny bikini and the hot tub yeah. kissed me. I went to that party because the girl who invited me, I didn't really know all that well. She's a friend of a friend. Okay. Uh, and I didn't know anybody else at the party at all. I could have walked in the door. I walked in the door and could have been anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
a just complete blank slate. So I, I, I could talk and nobody knew me. Nobody, nobody knew me, knew anything about me. Okay. Yeah. Across the street, she knows me as the neighbor and he kind of knows me as the neighbor. So I get introduced as this is my neighbor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I yeah, feel like there's... A, yeah. James I, Bond in that situation. Right. So now I have to be, you know, suddenly I'm the, oh, you're the neighbor. So suddenly I'm, I'm colored as somebody who isn't a friend or mm. family. I'm just the neighbor there by himself. And, uh, you know what though I'm going to do in the new year though, Jace? I'm going to take that and be like, well, actually I'm not the neighbor. I'm Rob <laughs> and this is what I do. Okay. Well, that's what you're doing. I haven't made any New Year's resolutions. Maybe that's what we need to do in this show here to get me out of my horniness and yeah. change my attitude because I've been angry, angry, angry for the past couple of weeks, screaming and You hollering. should resolve to take care of your horniness first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I, what, what, what does a man do about that by himself? Hmm, what do they <laughs> say at gmail.com? <laughs> right, you're, yeah, send in your photos. They'll mean so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for suggestions, not photos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh. Uh, yeah, I, 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 my resolution last year, which didn't pan out, so maybe I could just re-resolve it this year. My resolution last year was to not be the asshole. Do you remember that this was my resolution? Oh, yes, I do remember that resolution. How'd that work out for you? It didn't pan out? No, I, 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 I find myself still being the asshole. Oh, really? Yeah, I find myself, I will have the best morning. Like, I'll be home, I'll, I'll sleep in, I'll make myself something to eat, I'll walk my dog, it'll be a beautiful day outside, I'll smile at the neighbors, you and I will chat, mm -hmm. I'll get a call from uh, someone that I like to get calls from, and, you know, everything will be great. Yeah. I'll have a great morning, and I'll be happy, and I'll be like, ah, go take on the day. And I'll get in my car, and I'll get down to the, the stop sign at the end of my block, and I'll be like, go, fucking go, go, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes you the asshole. No, I think it does make me the asshole. I, it really, yeah. if I'm yelling at the people, then I'm an asshole. If I'm not, like just this morning, I was driving and three cars made their left turn on a red light. The two cars could have mm -hmm. done it. The third car was pushing it, right? Yeah. And the third car was pushing it, so I just drove, you know, like, okay, if you're going to do it, then you need to stay in the left-hand lane because you're not going to be going over to the right-hand lane, blah, 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 yeah. blah. So I drove, and I did. I stayed in traffic, and if that person had just stayed in the left-hand lane, it would have been fine. But she slowed down and then got right on my ass and followed me right uh -huh. on my ass. So I put on my brakes, and, you know, she laughed, and blah, 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 blah. So I'm the asshole. I, I wouldn't be in a cranky, angry situation if I just went, okay. Oh, Okay, go. Yeah, I don't let, some people have that gift. I don't possess that gift. I, I don't let things go. I do let things bother me. I am the asshole. Yes, I, 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 I see where, I see where it's, it's not easier said than done, right? Yeah, but I feel like that if I didn't, if I didn't asshole, uh, boy, I sure I'm swearing a lot this episode. Uh -huh. <laughs> Ernie, That's okay. Putting, getting it, it all out. My swearing for the for the year in this episode. Mm -hmm. If I didn't asshole up every now and then, then yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go anywhere. Like every everybody would take advantage of me. Everything totally. would just be 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 washing over me. Oh, I believe I believe that. But I believe that that's why my new new resolution is going to involve me just straight out flatly stating. I flirted with it this year, and it, I had better results when I did it, so I'm going to do it. Stating what it is you want or what would preclude you from doing that. Like somebody asked me to do something, and I'm going to say, ah, oh, that doesn't even sound fun to me. There yeah, you, you go. Honest you know, statement. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting that it makes me think of actually the girl with the dragon tattoo, which oh, I'd really? never read or hadn't seen. I didn't know anything about I, it, so I all either. I know is the movie I saw, the David Fincher movie. But there's a moment in it where uh, one of the characters gets himself in a situation where he's his life is in danger um, mm -hmm. because the bad guy has, uh, has you know, got him in. But uh -huh. basically what happens is, without giving away too much of the plot, is like he, he has an opportunity to get away and he's not sure if the bad guy's really the bad guy. But the bad guy's uh -huh. like, no, come on, hey, come with me. And the guy goes along with him and he ends up being caught and trapped by the bad guy. And the bad guy is giving his 
monologue as bad guys often do. And he's like, mm -hmm. you knew something was wrong. You knew that, I mean, you felt it. You knew that there was a problem. You could have gotten away and yet you chose to come here with me. They always choose to come here with me. Isn't it interesting that people are more afraid of offending someone else than they are of losing their life? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's safe to say. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah, and it's true. I'm like more afraid of offending someone. I'll be out walking the dog and someone will be walking past me and I'll be like, I shouldn't look at that person, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, explain to me this. Um, it's funny you brought that up. So I walk my dog quite frequently. I also walk the streets. You know, I'm a walker. I don't have a car. And you, th there is a... Um, a desire for me when I make eye contact with somebody to, if you make lock eyes with somebody, I find I instantly, I, I kind of like smile or acknowledge that we've made eye contact. Yeah. Right? I will smile. I will smile. Whether, yeah. whether I smile in my eyes or not remains to be yes. seen, but I will smile. I, I, I smile, you know, or nod something to indicate that we are both making some sort of connection. Yes. And maybe it's that I crave connection too. I, I really do. I think that's important. I, I think the world would be a better place if we found ways to connect more with each other. Sure. But I can just as easily turn into the asshole if that person just like looks right through you or looks at you like you're insane for look for making the smile or the acknowledgement of the connection. Yeah. You know, or they, they turn away with that, that, that mean, gruff look, and I immediately get angry. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, the person walked by, I'll go, ha! You know, like I'll make some big to do, like trying to make them feel bad. Or if I'm on the phone, I'll be like, going, oh my God, people are such little fraidy cats. And, and I'll make some sort of statement, yeah. you know, to try and make them feel bad for not acknowledging the fact that we've shared this moment in time. Yeah, I and go. Uh, what I I'll, just I'll, let it go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Okay, that's what I do. <laughs> if I walk nice. past and smile at someone and they just ignore me, I'll go. Oh, okay, like right when they're next to me. I don't get quite as angry as you do, but I have all that anger in my head for the rest of the walk. Fuck that guy! Wouldn't you fucking look at me? God, I know, just, what's the matter? It's you just, can't just smile. And my my wife has to take everything a step further than me, and she'll say things like, "Oh my God, no wonder you don't get laid." <laughs> and I'm like, how do you know that, Hallie? I mean, that person may get laid all the time. How would you know that? <laughs> but it does have an effect when she says that, it's particularly if it's like some like, you know, like marina girl that's walking by and she's just got the – a lot of girls out here like to have – I don't know if it's like that in L.A. where they have that look where like somebody's holding a, a piece of shit underneath their their nose, you know? <laughs> yes. And, and Hallie either thinks that's because they need to eat something because they probably starve themselves. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that they're just miserable people and they're not getting laid. And uh, she may be right because whenever she says that, the person looks back with this really angry look and then Hallie laughs at them. Which I yeah. Like. You that know what's interesting happy. is the, the people who uh, – here's what I would like. This would be my resolution. You know, because I, 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 I'm nobody if I can't compare myself to other people and want to be like other people. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? That's not my resolution at all. But I, 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 for example, will sit and watch Survivor. I'll be watching Survivor on television or I'll be mm -hmm. watching uh, the 49ers game, right? Sure. And I'll look at – maybe the Niners game is a better example. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the, like, a, a, a play happen and there'll be like two guys down in the corner there who are pushing up against each other. And then the play will end and one guy will hit the other guy and the other guy will get pissed and hit him back. And I'll look at mm -hmm. it and I'll be like, hey, dude, play's over. Calm down. What are you being such an asshole for? You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, what's what a dick. Why is that guy being such a dick afterwards? Like, and I'll be like, I would never do that. Or I'll watch on Survivor. I'll, I'll watch the interactions of the tribe. And I'll be like, geez, mm -hmm. calm down. What are you getting so worked up for? I mean, can't you see what's going on? Can't you see the big picture? Hmm, as I'm eating my bonbons and lying <laughs> in bed. Not starving. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, surrounded by people you don't know from Adam who have been annoying you for the last two weeks. Right. But and then I walk out on the street and I'll, I, I can't take that person like I can't take mm -hmm. the person that I am lying in bed as an as an as an outside observer into an actual real life situation. I can't walk my dog and pass somebody on the street without going, oh, fuck, fucking yeah. can't just smile at me. Fuck you. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lot that goes into that sort of thing. You don't know what's going on with that person's world. They have, could have gotten some really bad news. They could be having a terrible day. But I tend to think not. <laughs> yeah, I tend to think not as well. And I think that most people walk around like I do, assuming mm -hmm. that like trying to hide from other people and try not to be seen and like longing mm -hmm. to be seen simultaneously. And yes. there are people that just walk around living their life. Like mm -hmm. if I would like to be able to just walk my dog and and get the task done and be present and happy in walking my dog. And if somebody happens to pass by in my task of walking my dog, I can be like, oh, hey, I'm walking my dog, <laughs> you know, have yeah. an awareness of what's going on there. You're passing by me smiling and then just getting on with the business. If they don't smile and if I or if I don't smile, all I'm doing is walking my dog. That's what I'd like to be able to do instead of instead of getting all on my snarl about it. Yeah, I know. I, but I it just, uh, again, it, it's funny. Like people will bond over things, you know, that seem kind of random. And then you could be doing every day, you could be bonding with each other. In a small neighborhood, you can make that neighborhood feel like a little Christmas village if everybody just acknowledged one another. People don't acknowledge one another, especially with phones now. I was on the, the bus the other day, and I just looked around, and everybody had their, their nose buried in their, their phone, their PD, you know, whatever, their smartphones. Yeah. And I think that has something to do with it, you know? You just closed off. I remember taking the bus when I was younger, and, like, I actually would meet people on the bus. I can't meet people anywhere. I have no idea how to meet people. And I, I don't know if that's me or it's them. It's probably me, but I feel like I'm nice. To people when I'm out, I'll, You're very I'll, nice. I'll be nice to people. I, I've been going to the same grocery store for uh, I don't know several years now. I've been going to the same grocery store, and I see the same um, uh, you know checkout people all the time, and they 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 don't even acknowledge that I'm there, <laughs> you know. Wow. Like I I was walking in with a. a when I went to go see a girl with the dragon tattoo, there's a um, person who checks us in because for the SAG Film Society, you need to show your membership card. And I went with my friend Phil, mm -hmm. Phil Lernis from the Chill Pack uh, Hollywood Hour. Yes, uh, we I... love Phil. Yes. So I handed my card to the guy. He went, do, do, do. And Phil handed the card to the guy and he goes, hey, thanks, Dave, you know, or whatever. And I was like, dude, uh -huh. I've been walking past this guy for 10 years. Best. I've, I have no idea his name was Dave. <laughs> Some people are just better at life, Jason, than we are. <laughs> well, on that note, maybe it's better for us to get on living it instead of standing in our kitchens and talking to nobody. I, one more. We should. Absolutely. I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. um, but one more thing. So I want to we'll play a new game. The final game of the year. Okay. We'll call this one. Who's the asshole? <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep it with our theme today, Jason. We'll play a game called Who's the asshole? All right. So it's holiday party season, obviously. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know if they're doing it in L.A., but they're, everybody's wearing ugly holiday sweaters around here. The kids love to play dress up. Any occasion to dress up and drink, they, they take full advantage of it. Uh, not so many holiday sweaters down here. You know, it's going to be 70 degrees on Christmas Eve Ooh, and Christmas down God, here in L.A. God, I'm telling you. All, all my wife has to do is say the word and say, let's go to L.A., and I'd be there in a heartbeat. But that's a different story. For next year. But so the holiday sweater, so a pack of people wearing ridiculous holiday sweaters, right? Okay, yeah. And I'm walking down the street with my wife and we encounter this group of people and they're all standing in the, the, the middle of the sidewalk, right? Having their good time, wearing their holiday sweaters because people act different when they're in costume. Yeah. They act much more bold and, and gregarious and like that. And so we're trying to walk through the group of people that have formed a little clot in the street. And so we get up and I kind of like smile and like, you know, kind of indicate like, hey, could you make a little room? Mm -hmm. And the guy's wearing the holiday sweater and then he just looks at me and like, oh, you know, what's your problem? And I look at him and I'm like, I'm like, I just push through, you know? And then the guy's like, hey, nice holiday spirit. And I'm thinking, what holiday spirit are you showing by just making a spectacle out of the fact that you and your friends are wearing hot, like stupid looking sweaters and taking up the entire street and then not making any way for people to get through? 
<laughs> and I'm right. the asshole. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. There's there's the crux. Like there's the rub. Like they are being an asshole. But how do you and I get through that situation and and do it uh, do it in a way that that you're not an asshole? So I always end up sounding like an asshole. I can't help it, no matter what. I'll always I'll always be like, even if I like walk around them, I'll be like, hey, uh, let me get through here, and they'll be like, oh, you know, do that thing. And I'll be like, uh-huh. uh, okay, and I'll like turn and walk around. And even by my going, oh, okay, will initiate, oh, dude, nice holiday spirit. What's your attitude? Like, what do you mean? What's yeah. my attitude? You know, I mean, how I do you do pushed. that? I just pushed right through them because they weren't <laughs> moving. I made eye contact, and I was kind of like, hey, you know, what's up? Can we get through? And then the guy just turned around and went right back to what he was doing. So I'm like, okay, you don't see me, I don't see you. So yeah. I'm just pushing my way through this person that doesn't see me. Right. And you don't see me, so this shouldn't be a bother. But oh, it it, it just ah, uh, I just uh, I gotta let it go. I'm letting it go. Starting right now, it's gone. Yeah, because what you what you never get is the satisfaction of knowing that you actually have pissed that guy off as much as you've pissed he's pissed you off. That I, yes. I you'll never get to know if that person is walking around for the rest of the day being bothered and up in his head about that. Yeah, you know? I don't that, know. I'm, I can only hope. I can yeah, only that's hope what I are. want. That's all I want. <laughs> I want. I, I was on the phone yesterday with some guy at customer service, and I laid right into uh-huh. him because he was being such an asshole. And I just I uh-huh. pounded and pounded and pounded him. You are being a fucking idiot. Fuck. What are you talking uh-huh. about? What are you doing? What's your? You're, you're not answering my question. And I really got on his case. And at the end, he was like, "Okay, well, you know, uh, thanks for calling." And I was like, "Fuck no! That's don't don't say thanks for calling. Be upset. Be mad." <laughs> be angry about this let me have some effect on you and you never know um, if that happens so that's the you know that's the that's the thing let go let go give up give up people i am giving up in 2012 listeners and i suggest you do the same but not on this show we have some exciting things coming your way in the new year yeah yeah we won't we be don't know what those are yet Yes, <laughs> but they are going to be great. A whole new direction for the What Do They Said podcast. Absolutely. I think we are going to, we are, I am going to enact my experiment in, in, on the show as well. I'm going to just sp- shoot from the hip, Jace. Okay. All right. Done and done. <laughs> and we are done. Easy enough. Yeah, we're done. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for sitting through this. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. Jason, I, I tr- trust you're going to take care of that issue you have. Oh, yeah. I'm on it. Well, I, I, I might not be I'm on off, it right away. I, I might have to. wait till I'm off Skype. Your house looks lovely, by the way. For those of you that cannot see at home, yeah. he has a lovely tree up in the corner and some lights strung about. Yes. There you go. I took Very some nice. pictures of the Very tree. Phallic tree, posted on my by the Facebook way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, all right. Well, it's been great. Thanks for staying with us all year. We will be back in the new year. Right. Thanks. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us on Mevio, on Rogue2, on iTunes, wherever you get your lucky basic. Stitcher. Thanks to Lindsay's Badge. Thank you, Lindsay's Badge. Thank you to Rachel Maddow. That charming little boy we didn't get to speak to, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, we'll get to her next year. Next year. Can you tell me what the face is? Did you hear? What do they say? Can you hear? What do they say? Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.